0: Hello beautiful, welcome to your time to shine, all things self-love, the show that brings you real conversations around self-love. My name is Celine from My Dawning Light and I am here to show you how you can love yourself right now, no matter what's going on in your life and spoiler alert, it's so much easier than you think. Okay, you ready? Let's get right to it. All right, good morning everybody and welcome to a new episode of your time to shine, all things self-love. I am Celine, and today we're going to talk about self love. I know it sounds like a big topic, and it sounds like uh, at the same time, like there's not much say no there's not much to say about self love, isn't that right? Anyway, I don't really have a topic, um, a specific topic that I wanted to talk about today, so we'll see what comes up. Um, you know that if you have a specific question to ask me, or if you would like me to talk into a certain topic, uh, when it comes to self love, when it comes to your relationship with yourself, perhaps you're struggling with or we are all struggling with thoughts of self-doubt or criticism or you feel that you don't really know where your life is going or or you're always getting stuck with the same kind of guy or whatever it is that you want to talk about please feel free to get in touch and ask me your question I'm happy to talk about it and I'm sure it'll be useful for everybody who's listening to this and um and I also wanted to say thank you to everybody who's listening to the show consistently. Um, and if you if it's your first time or if you don't listen to all um, to each and every single episode, that's fine as well. But I just wanted to really thank everybody who is taking the time to listen to the show. That really means a lot to me, and I really do hope that you're getting a lot from it. So feel free to share your thoughts with me. Um, you know, if you've had an epiphany from listening to the show, I'd really love to hear from you as well. So feel free to get in touch. Um, all right, so. I- I want us to start to open this um, episode today with a quote from a book that I'm reading at the moment. It's called God is an Astronaut. Astronaut? Astronaut? I don't know how to say that word. It is by Alison Foster and it is the most hilarious book. I'm just laughing out loud so often. It's just so funny. It is at the Terradale Library if you're in Hawke's Bay and you would like to borrow it. I'm currently uh, obviously reading it, but you can read it after me if you like. Anyway, I came across this really funny quote and I wanted to share it with you. Um, so... Um, so the young Indian woman looked about 24 and in turn was my guess, probably young enough to still believe that there's no despair in life that cannot be con- conquered, 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 I think, with the help of a little self-acceptance and a few good pharmaceuticals. Isn't that so funny? It just, it made me laugh when I read this and I hope that it made you laugh as well. With the help of a little self-acceptance and a few good pharmaceuticals. God that's a hard word to say pharmaceuticals. Obviously I do not um you know recommend the use of pharmaceuticals if you know just talk to your GP was my point. Um but yeah, I do think that I'm still at this point where everything in your life can be conquered with a tiny little dose of self-acceptance and you know maybe you're reached a point in your life where you're like yeah i'm way past that and you know all my stuff maybe it works for you Celine, and it's worked for maybe a couple of people that you've worked with or blah 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 blah, but it's not going to work for me because um yeah the stuff that i'm going through is a lot harder than just you know bam magic self-acceptance it's all solved right so actually this is a really good introduction to um to what I would like to talk with you about. So I I don't really have a specific topic for us today. I've just had a few thoughts that I wanted to talk with you about, uh, but nothing quite specific. So um, where do we start? Where do we start? Um, Let's see. Okay, so what I would like us to talk about today, and remember, it's going to be quite a sensitive topic, and I might say things that are not quite... um, diplomatic, that you might take offense to. And I'm really not trying to offend you. I'm trying to have a conversation with you around what's what's truly going on in your life. And the only person who can say what's truly going on in your life is yourself. So, you know, you don't need to I would, I would like to invite you rather not to take offense to anything that I say, but rather to see, oh, if I'm taking offense to this, maybe that's something that I can have a look at, or why am I taking offense to this? Why do I feel triggered by this? I feel like the word trigger is so overused right now. I really hate it. I don't believe in triggers, um, but anyway, you know what I mean. So if you are feeling criticized or if you're feeling angry by something that I'm saying, at something that I'm saying, you know, please have a look at it and, um, and it's okay, you know, and if you don't agree with me that's fine as well again it's not about me telling you that i'm right and telling you all the reasons why i'm right and you believing what i'm saying because i'm right obviously and you're wrong um it's not about that at all it's about us having a conversation you know having that space to have a conversation i think that that is truly the first step to healing you know if you're you know, um, I don't know, uh, procrastinating or self-sabotaging or living in denial. You know, you're not going to be able to heal properly because you're not telling yourself. You're, you're telling yourself that there's nothing to heal, right? And um, oh, I, I, did you guys listen to the previous episode? I think it was um, it was it the the previous or the previous previous episode, and uh, we talked about um, what did we talk about? Allowing ourselves to make mistakes. That's a really good introduction to this topic as well. Make sure you listen to it. I definitely got a lot from it. So. Yeah, I do think that's yeah, stopping to live in denial is the first step to 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 self-love, to happiness, I guess. And you know, I remember when I was when I first started to talk about self-love on social media and when I first decided that I was going to have this fancy buzzlass and I was going to talk about self-love and preached the word of self-love to the unconverted masses of this world. And you know, I remember Um, that my husband shared a post that I had written, and all of his uh, very funny friends, uh, you know, made jokes about, you know, the more physical aspects of self-love, and I thought, well, you know, I, I was thinking to myself, you know, I'm looking at all of you guys, you know, and I'm looking at the way that you live your life and every single one of you is living in denial. Self-love is not so much, you know, what well, the, physic- the physical aspects of it, but also it's not so much, you know, the, the bubble baths and the candle lit dinners with your partner or whatever. It's not, you know, buying yourself a this really expensive dress on the internet that you can't really afford. It's, it's those things and it-, it can be self-love, but I think that the deeper aspect of self-love is telling yourself the fucking truth. Oops, I swore on the public radio. Sorry, you guys. Um, I do, I do think it's a good point to make, and I do think it deserves this swear word. But again, sorry if I offended you. But also, you know, let's get over it. So, yeah, I, I do think that you know self-love is is that telling yourself the truth you know facing the truth about yourself just seeing you know the broken bits of yourself the shattered aspects of you you know the traumatized aspects of you the the jealous and the gossipy parts of you like the, the parts of you that you're like oh not quite acknowledging though you know i mean like when I think about who I am you know like it is you know most people like me but some people really don't like me and you know I like some parts of myself and I really don't like other parts of myself or I acknowledge some parts of myself and then there there are other parts of myself that I really really don't like or don't even like to acknowledge I pretend that they're not there um I'm sure you're uh, craving for an example here um let's see What can I think of? See, it's all gone from my mind. I don't want to acknowledge it. No, I'm perfect. Here you go. That's my brain for you. (laughs) Um, Let me think. Okay. So I like to do things perfectly or I like to to give my 100% to everything that I do. And it's amazing. It's an amazing trait that I have. Um, it's also led me to a whole lot of fatigue issues. And also, I realized that I really judge people who are not perfectionists or who just do things in a half asset way. Oh my God, I'm swearing a lot today. Um, you know, I judge people who don't do the dishes straight after having a meal. Or I judge people who should really vacuum their carpet. I judge people who, who um, I don't know, I judge people. I judge people as a thing. And I'm sure that it is a thing for you as well. So, In that way, can you see what I'm talking about? Can you see how the practice of self-love is really the practice of self-acceptance? And self-acceptance starts with acknowledging the truth about yourself. And one specific aspect that I would like us to talk about, I don't have a lot of time today actually, um, but I I want to get into the good stuff straight away. So... One aspect in particular that I would like us to talk about, and this is the juicy stuff for today, is the victim mindset. And um, I want to start straight away with an example. I want to start with the narrative of the single mom. Again, remember don't get offended, we're just here to talk. It's okay. You know, I Know a lot of single moms in my life, and I think that it's you know the narrative of the single mom is something that's so prevalent in New Zealand. You know, the single mom is somebody who's always struggling and doing everything for 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 the, for, for the kids, and you know, barely taking any time for herself. And she's had a long series of um, you know deadbeat partners who don't support her, don't pay pay any child support, and she's working so hard, and she's really exhausted. But at the same time, she's a mom, and she's so cool, and she deserves to be praised and encouraged. And Supported, so when she asks you something then you have to do it can you see how we have that narrative of the single mom you know if you say I'm a single mom you'll always receive some form of care or attention from others and you know I'm not denying how hard the work is I'm not a mom I don't know what I'm talking about but I can just see or perhaps I have a different perspective on it and I see that you know there's the amazingness of the single mom who wears different hats and who cares for you know very precious beings and who does this amazingly valuable work at the same time underneath I'm a victim you know, my partner left me, you know, I made some bad choices. I'm all alone in this world. Nobody's going to help me. Nobody helps me. Nobody helps me. Nobody helps me. I don't never have enough, quite enough money, blah, 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 blah. Can you see how that's the underlying um, the, the under, underlying belief system? And of course, it's going to be different from for everybody. So, you know, don't take this uh, you know, personally, I'm just saying that this is something that I've observed and perhaps it will be true for you as well. And if you don't identify as a single mom, then I would like you to have a look at, you know, the other ways in which you identify as a victim. So another example could be your physical health. So, you know, if you're struggling with, um, uh, what is it, um, with a recurrent um. Diseases or disorders, you know, like an autoimmune disease, for example, or, you know, recurrent, recurring issues, physical issues, you know, one thing that you might feel that you might complain a lot about is your health you know how often you have headaches or how much um, you know that you're in pain and a lot of pain today and therefore you need uh, attention and care and recognition because you're such a fighter right you're such a warrior and it's funny because you know when you say those things when you say oh you know I'm in so much pain today or you know oh yeah I'm a single mom then you 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 receive that care and that attention so the victim mindset in itself is a very Positive or um, a very useful system, perhaps, that gives you what you need, that gives you the care and the attention that you need. And so, in that way, you know, it's not about, oh, I'm going to stop being a victim now. It's about understanding the the attention, the love that you receive as a result of being a victim. And when you understand this, then you will be set free. Then you will set yourself free, right? Because you will understand that okay, I'm a victim and perhaps I'm never never have quite enough money because you know, when I never have quite enough money then people give me heaps of stuff for free. <laughs> or they give me heaps of help for free, right? And so it serves me in a way because you know i get all that attention that otherwise i feel nobody would give me you know and you know you can see this with people who have been sick for a very long time you know um i know that this is a story that i've told before on the podcast perhaps um several times but i remember when i first trained as a theta healing practitioner um one of my teachers and i'm not going to say his name just to preserve the anonymity of the student of of the clients but one of my teachers was um um, talking about a client that he had worked with, and that lady had diabetes. and so my teacher worked with her on the underlying belief systems that you know come with diabetes, I suppose you could say. and um, and they were looking at you know a, you know a way to to work through those limiting beliefs. And one thing that they um, realized was that you know when she has diabetes, then she receives attention. And so, you know, when you get to that point in a session with a client, well, the client has a choice, right? Because they're, you know, that thing is uncovered, you know, what are they going to do about it? Are they going to keep the issue, the physical issue or, uh, you know, as a way of receiving love or are they going to allow themselves to move past the issue to, are they going to allow themselves to heal physically and mentally and emotionally and spiritually um, and allow themselves to receive um, you know a different form of attention to know that they are loved and cared for and respected and nurtured anyway right and you know what well, that client made a decision to keep the diabetes you know she couldn't she couldn't imagine that she could receive love in a different way that you know if she was well her family would care for her you know so it's it's fascinating it's a fascinating topic you guys and I'm really wanting for you to I really would like you to have a look at this and you know we're talking about self-love here and the practice here is to look at all of these things from a place of love from a place of maybe not even love just a place of like oh this is what it is oh i can see what's going on here oh this is what i've been doing so far okay why is that and simply asking yourself questions and refusing to step into the trap of um of not denial but you know making yourself feel guilty because you have those issues right and I do think that this is yeah this is this is something that we all have to go through eventually um so anyway let's just um, I'll just shut up for a little bit and I'll just ask you some questions and you can take the time to answer those questions you can just you know, write them down and journal them, journal through the questions if you like if that's your practice or you can just simply, you know, if you're listening to this in the radio, on the radio in the car while driving your kids to school or to work, whatever um, you know, you're not going to be able to do that but I would like you to think about those questions through the rest of the day or even the week you know, you may not get an answer straight away because obviously your brain has been living in denial for so long so why wouldn't give you any answer right now um but you know you could It's something that you can just keep in the back of your mind um yeah for a little while so reminding yourself of course throughout the process that you're not allowed to criticize or judge yourself for the victim decisions that you've made victim decisions that you've made okay you're not allowed (laughs) i won't allow it okay so let's start um I just want you to, first of all, notice how you're feeling when I'm saying all of these things. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Do you think that it's stupid? Do you think that it's valid for you? Are you desperately looking for something to heal? Or on the contrary, do you feel that there's nothing wrong with you? And I'm I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with you. I'm just asking you how you're feeling right now. You know, the good emotions and the not so good emotions. How do you feel about... Recognizing this victim energy in your life. Do you feel excited? Do you feel like, oh my god, I don't know if I can do this? <laughs> I don't know if I wanna do this. Or perhaps I should just, you know, change the radio station and listen to some, I don't know, stupid music or something. <laughs> okay. And I want you to pick one aspect in which you've been um yeah. Behaving as the victim. In which ways, in what way, single or plural, in what way are you a victim? Is it in your relationships? Is it to do with your health, your job? you know, perhaps you're not going for that promotion at work because you feel like you're not confident enough and somebody else deserves it more and you would never know what to do with all of that money, extra money anyway. I don't know. That was a very basic example. Is it with your parents? You know, is it that you feel like you can never be yourself around your parents and you feel that it's never going to change? And you feel that, yeah, unless your parents change, then you will never be able to be yourself. Again, that's a victim mindset, right? Waiting for somebody to do something in order for us to feel better. Isn't that fascinating, by the way, all that stuff? I find it fascinating anyway. What else do we have? Is it to do with your weight? You know, perhaps you have extra, extra weight... And you feel that, you know, you can't stick to a diet because you're not strong mentally enough or because, I don't know, whatever excuse you're making. What excuses are you making? How do you justify that victim mindset? How do you justify it? You know, because for all of your victim um, behaviors, mindset, belief systems, whatever, you will have some sort of excuse. Perhaps you drink way too much at night or you just spend all of your evenings watching Netflix. Again I'm not saying that all of these behaviors are wrong I'm just saying that perhaps they are wrong for you and only you can say oh this is wrong or this is right or, or it's okay it's not okay I need to change this or, or whatever it's just who I am Because ultimately you know you I'm just here to ask you some questions and to have conversations with you I'm not here to tell you how to live your life. I'm not telling you that I'm living my life the right way and you should follow everything that I say. I'm here to invite you to think about who you are and whether that's really, truly the way you want to live. If it's not, then you have to ask yourself those questions. Now, this is where the safety mechanism um, kicks in, right? Because, you know, let's say that you've been a victim and let's say that you've made a lot of excuses. You know how do you step out of it well first of all you have to acknowledge it and this is where you know the brain is like danger 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 and you know i see this so often when i do sessions with clients you know i might ask them like that really trick uh, like triggery question and the brain just blinks out you know they won't say anything for a few seconds so let's say you know how is it serving you to have diabetes for example you know, and what the answer would have been for our previous example, well, you know, I receive love from having diabetes, I receive attention from my family, they take care of me because I have diabetes, right, and often you know when you ask those questions, the brain just goes blank, like they just they look at you in this sort of blank sort of way. <laughs> And they say, oh, Celine, can you, can you repeat the question? I didn't hear you. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> the safety mechanism is here. Final flight is here. You know, so I repeat the question and they really have to think about it. And sometimes they say, I don't know. Again, it's the brain saying, uh, I don't want you to dive into this. You know, I've been working so hard to keep you safe. And you being a victim is really keeping you safe right now, so uh, we're not going to dive into this, right? And you really have to allow yourself to say, well, actually, I am safe here. I'm in a safe space and I know that I can stop whenever I want but right now I don't because you know being a victim prevents you from being the person that you want to be you know that confident person that you want to be like you know that person who just gets everything and who not gets everything that sounds a bit entitled but who who is who she wants to be you know all of those qualities that you're calling into your life well you're you're not going to be able to step into those I don't think so anyway if you continue to believe that you're a victim does that make sense okay I think it does for everyone so those are my questions for you and of course the last question is well how is it serving you to be a victim and what can I do about it perhaps you need to book a session with me so that we can talk about it and it's going to be way less painful than you think it is so definitely make that decision you know so yeah it's it's such a yeah I think it's one of the most powerful questions that you could ever ask yourself and I know I say this a lot but I do think that you know Just being able to look at yourself like all of yourself, the the bad stuff and the good stuff and being able to just see yourself who you are without falling into the trap of self-judgment is the most powerful thing that you could ever do for yourself. And that to me is the path of self-love. You know? You know, do all the candlelit dinners that you want, take all the bubble buffs that you want, but you know, I don't know, I feel like those things are useful, but they're not necessarily what you need to do on the long term. So anyway. Anyway, my point is love yourself, of course. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope that you got a lot from it, and I hope that it gave you a few um, things to think about. Okay, so let me know what you think. I can't wait to hear from you. If you have any questions, or if you would like me to dive a little deeper into a certain aspect of what we talked about, or if you have a completely different question to ask me, I'd love to talk about it with you. You know, if you have a question about something that you think is a bit silly, I guarantee you that everybody else has that question, or some people at least. Um, perhaps I have that question as well too so anyway i'm sending you so much love and i'll speak to you very very soon bye all right beautiful thank you so much for joining me this week on your time to shine all things self-love make sure to visit my gorgeous website my m-y-d-a-w-n-i-n-g-l-i-g-h-t.com where you can subscribe to the show on itunes or spotify and all the main podcast platform thingies so you never miss a show and while you're at it, if you love what you heard in this show, do share it with a friend or with your cat, your dog. Give the show a rating on iTunes, whatever. Post about it in your Insta stories. And if you're ready to love yourself but have no idea where to start, please feel free to DM me on Instagram and I'd love to have a chat with you. And be sure to tune in again in a couple of weeks for our next episode. In the meantime, I'm sending you so, so, so much love and I'll speak to you very, very soon. Bye.